The Sun Records Podcast with Rockin' Ed. Episode 4. Joe Hill Lewis, Sun number 178. We All Gotta Go Sometime. Backed with She May Be Yours, But She Comes to See Me Sometime. Recorded on December 8th, 1952. And released on January 30th, 1953. Well, folks, here I am, as always, unscripted, having some fun talking about the Sun releases. Now, I played you a little bit of the release first. Uh, one of my listeners, Warren Russell, a.k.a. Bopper Boy Warren, suggested that I do that. But I can't play the whole song, even if I play another snippet of it, because of the copyright laws that pertain to podcasts. So I can only play about maybe 30, to, yeah, maybe I can get by with 45 seconds of a song. So... You're hearing part of side A. I'm going to play a little bit more of it. But I want to tell you first about Joe Hill Lewis himself. Quite an interesting character. His real name was Leslie or possibly Lester. Um, I'm not sure which one. But his last name was Hill. He was born on September 23, 1921 in Froggy which is near Whitehaven, Tennessee, just a few miles south of Memphis. And the information I'm getting from the Dutch website, 706 Union Avenue Sessions. So some of it might be accurate. Some of it may not be, but we're really talking about the music. But I wanted to give you a little bit of background on, on Joe Hill Lewis. Uh, he started playing when he was probably, oh, around six or seven or thereabouts. Uh, his mother passed away when he was quite young, and his stepmother was, you know, the proverbial evil stepmother and, you know, beat him all the time and stuff. And so he ran away from home, and he came across a family uh, called Canal. They were a uh, rich family, and they used Joe for uh, various projects around the house and different things. And uh, Throughout his short life, he worked for this, uh, this Canal family. Now, he got the nickname of Joe, uh, well, Joe Hill Lewis. They, uh, the Canal family, um, they... Uh, put him up to fighting a local uh, boxer named Prince Henry. And he beat this guy. And so they, they give him the nickname of Joe Lewis. So Joe Hill Lewis, uh, he would have to be known as, so you know, not to cause confusion or anything like that. He was working at places like the Peabody Hotel in Memphis. and Well, he made his first recordings in 1949 in Nashville. Uh, supposedly at the Castle Studios, where Hank Williams made a lot of his recordings. But one of the few performers that started out with a major label. And you can't, couldn't get any more major than Columbia. All right, and he did this session in 1949. I'm going to play a little bit of one of the songs right now. <laughs> That song was called Joe's Jump, and it was recorded in 1949 for Columbia Records. Mm -hmm. 
issued on, of course, the evil red Columbia label that most people skim through. If you're, if you're looking at a pile of 78s and you see all these red Columbia labels because they're either Frank Sinatra or Doris Day or Harry James or... Yeah, once in a while, you've, well, there's Gene Autry's not that exciting either, okay? Um, but anyways, the record Joe's Jump was issued on Columbia, and there was another record on there as well. Well, Joe uh, got married at some point during the early 1950s, and his wife's name was Dorothy May, and he did a song about her, too, on, uh, on Checker Records. I'm not going to play everything that Joe recorded, but in around 1950 was when Sam Phillips started his very first record company. Partnered with the famous Memphis DJ Dewey Phillips, Daddy-O Dewey, they formed a, a record company called Phillips. Now, some people think it's called It's the Phillips, and that's not correct because the slogan or the uh, of the record company is, be, is right or circling the name of Phillips. If you've seen the label before, it's a white label, and it says, it's the hottest thing in the country, which was the catchphrase of Dewey Phillips. And then Phillips was on the label. I'm going to play you both sides of that particular record, or at least snippets thereof. So here's uh, Joe Hill Lewis, 1950, on the Phillips label. Hey, Caledonia. Now why in the world have you been? Gonna find your soul. I've been here all the afternoon trying to get something to eat. You downtown now, drinking wine and feeling fine. When I come over way and all I heard, gas told me that he saw my wife downtown now. Hanging around them field gardens, drinking wine and feeling much fine. Ain't no use you stand up there looking like me three shades in the wind, cause I think one of these long chills and knock you on your knees. Find my baby. of his first release on the Phillips label from 1950. Gotta Let You Go, and the flip side was called Boogie in the Park. He recorded quite a bit uh, during the early 1950s. Uh, as I mentioned before, uh, he had gotten married in the early 50s, and his wife's name was Dorothy May. He recorded a song about her, which came out on Checker. He recorded for Modern Records. He recorded for the Rockin' label, which was owned by... Um, Henry Stone, uh, out of Florida. Uh, they also leased some sides to the Big Town label in San Francisco. And a few other things. He um, recorded for Meteor in 1953 under the name of Chicago Sunny Boy. Uh, he played on, on the radio. Uh, he replaced B.B. King on a show called the Pepticon Show. He was known as the Pepticon Boy, which I believe was a patented medicine somewhat like Hattacall which was about maybe 5% medicine and 95% hooey, okay? So uh, he was uh, living in Chicago for a while. He went back to Memphis in the mid-1950s, recorded a couple more things for some very, very small labels. Now let me tell you about how he died. He was only 35 years old when he passed away in uh, 1957. 
what happened was, uh, as I mentioned before, he was doing odd jobs for this canal family. And on one of these jobs, he was doing some landscaping and he cut his hand and some fertilizer got in there and he got infected. And since uh, he didn't seek medical attention, he died of tetanus. You know, when you get injured and they give you a tetanus shot if you go to an emergency? Well, that's what exactly what happened. He didn't get a tetanus shot and he got tetanus and died on August 5th, 1957. Okay, uh, only 35 years old too. That's uh, very, very young. Anyway, we'll play a little bit more of the first side of the Sun record that he did in 1953. Number 178. That was side one. We all got to go sometime. Now, it's credited to Lewis on the label, but in actuality, it's based at least somewhat on a 1941 Sonny Boy Williamson recording called Shotgun Blues, uh, recorded for Bluebird in 1941. And I send my baby in a brand new $20 bill. You know, I send my babe, you know, a brand new twin dollar bill. Now, if that don't bring her back, I'm doggone show my shotgun wheel. Hey, would you like to make your own podcast? Sure. Anchor is a free platform for podcast creation, and it's also beginner-friendly. It contains tools that allow users to record and edit audio, arrange it into podcast episodes, publish podcasts to listening platforms, and to even monetize content by collecting listener contributions or adding advertisements into episodes. And it's by Spotify, too, so you can listen to it on either Spotify or one of the other podcast hosting sites. Anchor is easy. And now, back to our program. Okay, we're going to flip the record over now. Side two, a song called She May Be Yours, But She Comes to See Me Sometime. Now, this one was recorded on November 7th, 1952. Uh, It was the B-side. However, Billboard magazine picked it as the A-side. I don't see why. I think I, I like the other side much better, even though they're both great records. This is the first really, truly great Sun record. And once again, it's only on a 78. You'll never find it as a 45. Of course, you know, <laughs> said that about D.A. Hunt, and look what happened. Three copies, okay? But this one, my particular record uh, likely was only issued as a 78. But as I said, the, um, the song is a little, bit, uh, a little bit different from the A side. The instrumentation is quite different also. Now, on side one, it's got Joe Hill Lewis on vocal, guitar, and drums. He was actually a one-man band, uh, played harmonica as well on the street corners and things. But they recruited a more professional harmonica player by the name of Walter Horton. And then Albert Williams on piano. Uh, side two has uh, 
pretty much the same thing. Uh, Willie Nix, who we'll be speaking about next because he's at 179, was the drummer on this particular tune called She May Be Yours, But She Comes to See Me Sometime. Well, she may be yours, but she comes to see me side two. She may be yours, but she comes to see me sometime. I don't have the record. I don't have hardly any of these records. Okay. Uh, I know Max Stevens does. Uh, go to his YouTube channel called I Buy Old Records. And he does several segments showing you his original copies of these Sun Records, but he does not play them. He handles them very, very carefully because they're worth... Uh, thousands of dollars so he just shows you the sides and then puts it back so it doesn't get any copyright problems or you know accidentally scratching the record or whatever so if you really want some authoritative history on sun records max stevens is one of your guys as a go-to and as i mentioned before you can go to his uh, youtube channel i buy old records and he's also uh, has a facebook page about Sun Records, and you can post anything in there as long as it is Sun-related. I just started this podcast, oh, about a month or so ago. I was formerly with Top Shelf Oldies uh, radio, internet radio station, but I uh, there are some things I don't want to get into, and I decided I wanted to go a different route, so putting this podcast together. If you want any other information, uh, it's on Anchor, it's also on it's on Spotify, okay, up there with the big guys. So if you want to get in touch with me, um, R-O-C-K-I-N-E-D, numeral one, at AOL.com is my uh, email address. Or you can friend me on Facebook you, if you haven't already, Ed Pauly, P-A-U-L-I. Uh, you'll see me in a black and white photo on there, which I, I kind of liked. <laughs> I can't fit into that suit anymore, by the way. I uh, got married in that suit. And then I was uh, singing at a uh, at another wedding reception in that suit. But uh, on the three and a half years I've been married, I've been putting on a little bit of weight, you know, sitting around. And then COVID hasn't helped much, you know, sitting around not doing anything, not going dancing anymore. So put on a few pounds, and I can't even fit into that suit anymore. But that's neither here nor there. One of my many many ramblings, of course. You can uh, you can go to one of those forums. Uh, I think there's probably going to be at some point. Well, I do have I do have the page on Facebook. I have two different pages. It says Rockin' Ed's Sun Podcast. I know one of them is a, is a page which I guess you can monetize, and the other one is just a group. If you want to post in there, I've got maybe about 20, 25 members. I know there's a few people I've got to invite yet, but if you go in there, you can take a look, see what I've done so far. So we just handled 178. 179 is Another great one, only on a 78 by Willie Nix. But we'll get to that later. Going to take you out now with a little bit more of Side 2 of Joe Hill Lewis.
down. Again. 